I am feeling great, Carrie. Good to hear your voice today. Good to hear yours too, Sherelle. I want to mention that our um, radio broadcast today is produced by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Got to slip that in. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 You ready for the weekend? <laughs> I am. I am so ready, Carrie. I don't have big plans once again this weekend, but I'm looking forward to just shutting down everything that I do on a daily basis and, you know, just take it easy. Yeah, I hear you. Taking it easy would not be a bad idea at all. Mm-hmm. What you got planned? Um, I won some tickets to go see a concert tonight, and uh, but the person that was going to go with me is uh, sort of bagging on me at the last minute, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Yeah, you know, what? there's this brand new downtown amphitheater in Raleigh, downtown Raleigh. Uh-huh. Uh, so I won some tickets on a radio show last Sunday morning to go oh, attend wow. a concert tonight. Yeah. So I don't know, nice. I may do that if I can find someone who's willing to, you know, go hang out at the uh, amphitheater with me. Other than that, I don't, I don't know, I'm going to spend some time on my bike, decompress. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. the last time we talked, I think you were going to another um, show yeah. Uh, concert. How did that go? Uh, Michael Buble. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you? The man is scrumptious. Just scrumptious. Mm. And mm. has the most wicked sense of humor. I mean, just, yeah, you know, just adorable. <laughs> the show oh, was wow. great. I had a great time, you know. I love live music. I love going and listening to live music, particularly outside, but... That show was inside, but, you know, I think I could handle seeing Michael Buble wherever I happen to have to see Michael Buble. But <laughs> okay. But yeah, I love live music. I love music, period. So. Well, then let me ask you this. Here's my other piece, too, you know, because I was trying to figure that out last week. What did you wear? <laughs> I wore a, a beautiful little violet sort of halter dress with some little mm-hmm. white heels and gave me a little white bag. I was looking kind of cute. I bet you were. <laughs> yeah, because you never know when you might run into Michael Bublé. No, but, you know, yeah. I, I like to dress up, though. I enjoy that. Enjoy putting on a dress and heading out. Yeah, and actually I went and saw a live show last night, too. I went to go see the Counting Crows last night. Oh, wow. You get it, girl. Yeah. You just, you're just so, I live vicariously through you. Uh, whatever. Yeah, right. You got <laughs> nothing going on in Sherelle's world. Uh-huh. No, no, not right now. And I'm okay with that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I hey, might Karen. have to join you. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's, it, it helps. Um, because when the rush comes, it comes. But I, I wanted to uh, share something with you. We're getting some emails, so we're going to jump right into today's discussion. And I I got an email um, that someone has sent in, and they are having nightmares. Um, It says that oftentimes when they dream, that they feel like they're being chased. Right. Uh, And I personally, I I think I have had uh, some dreams like that, but it's shortly after I've probably eaten a a pound of ice cream before going to bed. Uh, (laughs) But I, I want to see if we can help this person and see what that feeling chased in a dream is about. Right. What you got okay. for him? 
Well, my understanding of chase dreams really are that they stem from having feelings of stress and anxiety in your own life, mm -hmm. um, which I've always found to be the case in, you know, for myself whenever I've got very stressful situations going on in my life. I have a tendency to sometimes have that dream. And I've noticed that with a lot of clients that come into the office. Um, it seems like when they're under heightened stress that they can have dreams of being chased. Um, and generally, you know, I guess the common belief is that, you know, your response to these chase dreams is a good indicator of how you in your own waking life deal with anxiety and stress. So, you know, if you're running from it, um, that I guess is generally what you would do or is sort of a good indicator of what you do in your regular life, that you run from problems, that you run from things that are, are bringing you stress. Um, I know like in my own dreams where I'm being chased, I actually like, this is kind of weird, levitate. Ooh. <laughs> Which How is so? even maybe, maybe I rise above the things that cause me anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just do. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. It's like when danger comes close to me, I just sort of like lift up off the ground and yeah kind of weird but but so I think in you know, any time that you're having a, a dream where you're being chased what I notice is generally it's stemming from feelings of um, you know have, well, having a lot of stress and anxiety in your own life huh that's yeah. interesting very so yeah. let me ask you this when you levitate um, it, does that mean that you just avoid it or do you levitate to look down on it to come up with an idea how to handle it uh, I'm well, not understanding like yeah I would certainly well and I, I, so I, if I look at what goes on in my own life I do think I do that I do think I sort of I don't mm -hmm. know if I rise above it but I certainly take a step back and when I recognize that I'm feeling stressed because stress to me and anxiety to me you know, it, to a certain extent, it can be helpful um, mm -hmm. because it's motivating. But if you let it get out of hand, and obviously it's demotivating. So I try to take a big step back and get sort of away from, from those emotions and just sort of take a very, um, you know, just a very non-emotional look at it and uh, try to figure out what to do. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, I, I am someone who, you know, has a tendency to confront things head on. Um mm -hmm don't generally run from stressful situations, you know, confront them as best I can. Because um, you learn things, don't you? When, I mean, any time that you actually confront stressful situations, you learn a lot of things about what works and what doesn't work. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn about how to deal and uh, negotiate issues. And I mean, so there are a lot of good things to be derived from confronting stressful things. I mean, you hear people all the time say, I don't deal with confrontation and any time, you know, a lot of times I see with people that when they have stressful situations in relationships or whatever, they, you know, they just sort of avoid and, and they do run from it. But I have a tendency to be one of those people that wants to confront. But I think, you know, when we think of confronting, you know, a lot of people have ideas in their head that it's got to be ugly and it's got to be bad, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. And as long as you can be non-emotional, um, and the way you deal with things and the way you confront things, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing, actually. So Absolutely. I'm blabbing on. I'm taking up all of well, time. Well, I, I just want to say to our chatter, um, I hope that helps in some kind of way. So I, I'll just summarize what Carrie just said. Uh, running away from your issues uh, may not be the best thing to do. Um, we encourage you to stand up and handle that. 
because also facing your trials and your tribulations also builds character. Um, okay. So we wish you well on that. And our next one, Carrie, um, we had someone to write in. There was a lady that called in about the patent. And she uh, gave a great company, and I don't know, is it possible to give the name of a company online? Is that okay, Carrie? Uh, well, as far as I know, we're not regulated by any FCC rules, according to Dustin, remember, last week. so. Okay, thank you, Dustin. And the name <laughs> of the company is called Pat Pro, and that is seven, okay, look, Justin just sent me a note that said, you can say anything. <laughs> Say, Better watch out. <laughs> Don't turn us loose, Dustin. So this place <laughs> is called This is called Pat Pro and it's P A T P R O and it's seven oh three two nine nine eighty five zero zero and the cost is four hundred and fifty dollars. Uh and that's dealing with the patent, but the person also says that it's, it's probably better to just uh, seek uh, some advice from an attorney. Uh, a lot of times these one-stop patents offices are, it can be interesting, they say. So uh, kudos to you ladies out there that's working on your own business. Uh, keep going for it. Absolutely. Good for them. Okay. So um, we also have one other one. Okay. Um, the young lady... Who called us on the uh, on the last show, which was the very last one? Uh, I think that really sparked some conversations with our chatters about secrets. Uh, and I have a young lady uh, that is really struggling with some issues such as family dynamics, and she says, "I won't introduce my sister to my best friends because she will tell stories of my past." That is no one's business. Wow. And yeah. That's not so cool. she, that is not cool. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit and telling secrets. Mm, telling secrets. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, this is like a family member telling secrets. It's like yeah, that's not through. cool. You have to wonder, I guess, what her sister's motivation is there, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Motivation, but yeah, to to be you know to be doing something like that. Obviously, she's trying to undermine her sister in these relationships, these friendships, and that's just uh, wow. That's just pretty amazing. But um, but I mean, like for the guy who called last week, I believe his name was Scott. He wasn't necessarily talking. Well, I guess he was talking about keeping secrets in relationships, but he was talking more about you know relationships with significant others and people that you're dating. Uh huh. And uh-huh. And I, I made a comment last week about <clears throat> the fact that I thought that, you know, if you're just getting involved with somebody that it's not necessarily, um, you know, necessary to reveal everything about yourself to that person right outside the gate. But, you know, I've had some second thoughts about that since that, Sherelle. I've, you know, been doing a lot of thinking about that particular caller and that conversation last Friday myself this past week. And, you know, I'd like to amend that that mm. man that I took last week just a little bit um, because I think, you know, when you're seeing somebody and, uh, you know, there, there may be something going on in your life or something that's happened in your past that um, that you feel like you might need to share with them, I think it's 
I think it's almost unfair to that person to not reveal certain things to them that may, at some point, you know, really impact their own lives. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, Absolutely. If you're, I mean, if you're dating somebody and, you know, they're, you know, you're spending time with them and, and uh, you know, they're developing feelings for you and uh, you've got some big skeleton in your closet, it just seems unfair to not reveal that to that person before feelings get involved and let them make a decision about whether or not they want to move forward because once the feelings are involved, it's very difficult and it's, it's a little unfair to that person, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I agree. My stance last week was um, give me the option, you know, give yeah. me a choice uh, to make that decision if I want to deal with you. Because it's better for me to know what you got going on uh, at the beginning, at least close to the beginning. Because if not, and it comes out later on, it may end up, we may end up having a a horrible breakup. And um, I just like to know, just tell me, I'm a a pretty open person and that's just how I am. I'm going to stick to my, I'm going to just stick to my point of view. Mm -hmm. And... uh, but, you know, to each his own. I mean, we have a lot of Im- imposters out there. But one thing that I've always learned, what you do in the dark will come to light. So you might as well tell the truth, right? Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Well, Carrie, it's time for us to take a break. And when we come back, um, we're going to focus on some other good old juicy stuff. And uh-huh. once again, this show is... Produced by and broadcast by Zeus Radio for Here Women Talk. We'll see you soon. Ooh. Carrie. Yes, Give baby. them the telephone number, baby. Give them the telephone number so they can call us. Oh, great idea. Hold on, Sherelle. Where is our telephone number? <laughs> uh, look, you make sure it? I do it right this time. Yeah, it's 646 652 2071. 646 652 Yes, ma'am. 2071. Got it. Give us a call. <laughs> I need to program that number in my, my own phone. Well, according to what I'm seeing on the chat line here, this whole secret thing is really becoming a big old, big conversation. Seems like we got, we got half of the world thinking, oh, no, I'm not telling my secrets. And then we got the other half going, yeah, I'm telling mine. So, again, I'm, I'm going to go back to where we were before, what we learned in school. It always depends on the situation. Yeah. Right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But, uh, you know, but I, I think what I was saying is that if you know at some point it, it could impact that other person's life is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I mean, there are Absolutely. secrets. Certainly, I think everybody's got skeletons in the closet. Everybody's done things that they are not proud of. And, you know, we're human beings. We're fallible. We make mistakes. And, uh, you know, I think if if what you what you're calling a secret is something that could impact that other person's life once they have made an emotional investment in you, 
then it's just, it doesn't to me seem fair that that person is, is deciding to engage in a relationship with you without having all the information. Does that make sense? Yeah, you got to give people choices. That's that's all I say. But hey, Carrie, we got a caller. We have Dawn from Myrtle Beach. Hi, Dawn. How are you? Well, how are there, ladies? How are you all doing? Doing Fantastic. great. Thanks. Excellent. How well, can we I'm calling in about as a, about the secret. Okay. <clears throat> well, when I was when I was younger, uh, in my twenties, um, boy, my my life was a wild wind, and um, I. I led an open book life, and it probably wasn't a good idea, you know, that I had done so. So now I have um, all my family, they all know about my life and everything, and it's all good. But now that I'm, I'm older, I'm, all, I'm wiser, and I'm in a whole other life, literally another life, um, I have to be very, very careful about introducing my friends to certain family members um, because I don't want my life to come back and bite me in my butt. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and it, it's really unfortunate, but I, I think that, um, well, it's unfair. And I don't think that people should tell their innermost secrets to just anyone because it's none of their business. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and and again, I think it depends, um, you know, because I think, you know, particularly when we're younger, we all have a tendency to do some silly stuff. And again, you know, I don't think it's important to reveal all those things that you've done in the past, as long as they're not continuing to impact your life today and that you're not continuing to engage in those kinds of things now. Um, but I think if there's something that's gone on in your past that's a secret that you know, is going to impact your life in a very big way or could impact the other person's life in a very big way, then we're talking about something a little bit different. I think, though, Dawn, what it sounds like is that you've got some family members who, you know, if they're revealing or would even potentially reveal something like that that you've done in the past to somebody that you're seeing now, wow. (laughs) Wow. I just, that's pretty amazing to me that... let, you know, put it this way. If if I did not have the relationship that I have with my husband, and boy, let me tell you what, ladies, I have the best husband on this planet, in my opinion, of course. Um, <laughs> but if it were anyone else, there's no way in heck that I would even share my life with, you know, right. because right. that was my past, and this is my this is my life now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, that's all I have to say. I, I just, I really think that there are some things that just never need to be revealed to anyone. And Absolutely. I know I have friends out there now that are that are probably listening. They're going, oh, my God, what is it that she's keeping from me? Well, you'll never know. <laughs> 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 anyway, I just wanted to share that, okay? Absolutely. Fantastic. You ladies have a great time, and I'll uh, be listening. Awesome. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much, Dawn. Have a fantastic Friday. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. You know, remember last, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, it was Panty Free Friday, you know, sort of uh, mm-hmm. in commemoration of, uh, you know, Fourth of July, freedom. <laughs> Maybe today should be Big Girl yeah. Panty Day. <laughs> Why not? 
I like that. I'm wearing my big girl panties today, Sherelle. I've had mine on for the last four days. I know what you're talking about. Hopefully not the same pair, baby. (laughs) No, not the same pair. But thank God, after today, it's all good. Yes, indeed. I hear you. After today, huh? Is today a day of significance? Yes, today is over. It's over. I can go back to uh, some normalcy. How about that? Oh, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, caller. Yeah. Callers, give us a call. 646-652-2071. We would love to hear from you. Um, Carrie. You know, yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, that last caller, Don, who called in uh-huh. and was uh, making that comment about her family members, I would, that would just really be tough, I think, to have family members that don't understand and respect boundaries like that that would have a tendency to share maybe dirt from somebody's past with someone that they're dating now i mean that's just that's not very cool is it it's not but you know in my work what i do i i my specialty is family dynamics and you will be very interested to know that you know some family members they don't get the concepts concept of loving each other protection you yeah. know, those cultural values, they will stab yeah. you in the back just like uh, that girl in college that couldn't stand you because of whatever reason. So, right. you know, I, I, I can definitely uh, identify with what she's talking about. But, Carrie, we got another yeah. call, and his name is Big Al. Big Al, what's going on on this Friday, on Big Panty Friday Day? Ladies, ladies, happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday, Friday, Big Al. Al. Hi, Carrie. How you doing, man? I'm blessed. How you feeling today? Yeah, I'm working on it. For all you listeners, for all you listeners, I'm a friend of Carrie's, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest women I've met. I'm from New York, and she's one of the greatest women I've met in North Carolina in the six years that I've been here. Oh, thank you. She's all right with me. (laughs) That's good. But listen, that comment on Dawn's. I'm commenting on, uh, I just kept, got in on this on the uh, subject here, and I came in um, just before dawn. And uh, I try to live my life on the don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes to that secret thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody has uh, <laughs> secrets or whatever. I'm also trying to live my life in a situation of maybe don't be ashamed, don't do anything that you're ashamed of. So yeah. you follow whatever you've done. You know, yeah. we've all done it. I mean, I've, I've actually haven't discovered anything, and I'm not going to put it too much, pretty much uh, change anything. So, well, you know, and in the world, I think, I think you know, I think definitely, there's like I said, there's all kinds of things that people have done that generally they want to keep under their, you know, close to the vest, but. Again, I think if that's something that when? you're currently doing, or something that could seriously impact the person you're going out with, you know. Sometimes yeah, but it's one of like relationships. I mean, if you're talking about you're talking about a long time relationship. Like I've been married next month will be ten years. And Congratulations! I don't think it's too much that I She's still putting up wife. with you, thank huh? You, thank you. She's still uh-huh. putting up with you, huh? She's still yeah, putting up yeah, with you. Yeah, no doubt. And for Doris, I am the best husband in the world. So you don't have the best husband. <laughs> 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 but you it, got that right. It's you nothing are. that I don't think that I've done that I'm. Too much to let my wife actually know, you know, my wife 
I've done some things. I mean, I don't know. I think to me, like being with a man would probably be the worst thing, which has never happened for me. But anything other than that, I, I don't have any secrets to my wife. You know what I mean? So, so she knows all your I, dirt, I don't, huh? I don't, huh? She knows all your dirt, huh? What'd you say? She knows your wife. Yeah, she your knows wife. all my dirt. She I knows you. all okay. my dirt. <laughs> she knows I had a crush on you. And, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I, I just try to live the. Don't ask, don't tell. If you, I mean, but if a person asks you, I don't think it's in your best interest to lie to the person either. You know what I mean? Maybe avoid it. Uh, you know how you do the when you dance around a subject or dance around a a, 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 um, a question. It, it's, that's real touchy because if you're not going to be in that in a relationship with that person for a long time and which we all never know. You can be in love with a person for 30 years and never have known the person. Yeah. That's a real touchy subject, you know? Yeah, yes, touchy. sir, it is. Yes, it is. But God, this is so a great talk show. I, 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 I can't believe I'm actually tuning in listening to a radio station uh, uh, for all my Friday mornings like I do. <laughs> I'm so glad you called right. today, Al. I'm really tickled to hear your voice, yeah. man. It's been a long time. And have you ever gotten that? Did you ever get that masseuse? No, I have never. Have never had that. No, no, no. I, think, no. I, I need thought, one though, I man. thought Todd Scott was. I thought Scott was pulling the leg. He said he should be there in 20 minutes. You all right? <laughs> well, ladies, well, we y'all have a blessed day. I gotta go. Thank you. My mother's right, calling man. me. <laughs> All right, good to hear from you, honey. Nice to hear Enjoy you, your day. Have, Thanks, you do the same. All right, All right we're going to take a break now, and we'll be right back with more Psyched. That was pretty interesting with Big Al. I couldn't get in there with that conversation, but I wanted to ask Big Al, what does Big Al mean? Um, Is that a secret or is that something that he could share with us? So, Al, give us a call back. I wanted to ask you that question. If you can't do it this week, please put it on your book to do it next week. I just want to know what the big in front of the Al mean. How about that? Mm -hmm. Big Al's pretty big. He's a big guy. Oh, okay. Lives well, maybe lives life in a big way. I love as I recall, it. Al, as I recall, Al used to play professional basketball in Europe for a while. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Cool, man. Yep. He was a he was an athlete and played pro ball. Um, super nice guy. Wow, just hilarious. I mean, one of those people that you hang out with and time just flies. You know. Mhm, mhm. Well, you know, they say people come into our lives for a reason and a season and sometime a lifetime. Yeah. So I always love those people that come in and bring me joy. Oh yeah. There's and it sounds like he is that type of person. He really is. I mean, he's got such a great energy, and uh, you know, he's always got a smile on his face. He's very real, Sherelle. Um, to be I'm real. Mm-hmm. It's got to be real. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, yeah, but Sarah, I love. Gotta, uh, go ahead, go ahead. What? I was just gonna go say, ahead. yeah, I love people. I love people like that that you hang out with who are real. 
you know, who are just who they are. You know? Yeah. Who just, you know, yeah. are who they are. They, they, you know, what you see is what you get. And I, 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 I'd like to think that's the kind of person I am. I don't know. I had a friend of mine yesterday tell me that I reminded him of uh, God. You know, and, and normally this, I think, would be a really good thing to hear. He said, you remind me of uh, Cameron Diaz. And I was like, really? Wow. Like, that's quite a compliment, right? And then he said, yeah, not not just because of the, you know, you look like her a little, but it's really more like how you act. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, I know, because I guess you think about, you know, Cameron Diaz and something about Mary, and I guess he's mm-hmm. got some kind of preview for another movie that she's doing recently. And she is a little goofy, you know. She's a little, uh, would you say goofy? I don't know. I don't really like the word goofy. Let's change that. Um, she's just a little playful. There you go. She's playful. I look at her as just being free, just being yeah. free to be herself. Yeah, and I that's like the way that. I look at you too. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're free, free to be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, free to be you and me. Hey, there's nothing like it. That's it. Can't be anybody else. Takes too much effort. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I was watching uh, uh, the news the other day, and and I just. My heart goes out to Mel Gibson's wife. I don't know if you've been watching no, uh, baby, what's I don't, going on. I don't. No, I don't you watch don't? the news. You don't? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. I, I do not watch the news. I used to work in news. I used to work for a television station down here in Raleigh. And uh, since that time, I made a decision that, you know, it seems like most of what we hear that's reported on is all negative. Uh, which is why yeah, I Yeah, well, it Huh? I said it can be. Yeah, which is why I stopped working in the news and why I don't choose to watch the news because you don't really get a very balanced picture. Um, it tends to focus on the negative. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on with what you were talking about with Mel. No, so a uh, bottom line, I haven't seen – I've had a couple people reference what's going on with m- Mr. Gibson to me, but I have really no, no idea. So why don't you tell me what, what your thoughts are? Well, I, I think it's sad. I mean, I think he's a, a great actor, and I definitely don't want to take anything away from that, but just learning the other side of him uh, and how he's been treating his wife and the statements that he's been making. Um, and I just recently found out that he punched her in the mouth and knocked one of her, one of her, one of her teeth out while the baby was in her arms. And... That is a prime example of domestic abuse. Holy so, cow. yeah, my heart just goes out to she and her family, and um, that's just a wow. sad situation. That is a very sad situation. But you know, the one thing that it really does point up to Sherelle is that you know this issue is not confined by socioeconomic Absolutely. situations, by education, by profession by anything i mean if you've got someone like mr you know gibson who can behave that way you know here's a man who for most people would say this guy's got everything i mean this guy's got it made right i mean he's gorgeous he's talented he's intelligent he's you know he's uh you know well known i mean wow but i think you know but here so you've got a situation where the whole world is looking at this guy's behavior. I mean, how awful would that be to be where he is, you know? 
Oh, yeah. Not to say that I, you know, I uh, excuse his behavior, but, I mean, you know, my heart goes out to him a little, too. I mean, this guy obviously needs some help. Um, but just to be in the spotlight like that, that, the spotlight like that, that is something that I would not, I would not want for myself. No, no, no. Well, again, my yeah. heart goes out to them. Uh, and um, it, it appears to me that he's extremely an uh, angry person. I mean, because a couple of months, years ago, I don't know if you remember that, but if you don't watch the news, then you probably don't know. But um, he was targeting some other groups uh, yeah. that he had some really ugly things to say about. Wasn't um, it based, it was religion-based comments yeah, before, it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was religious, and um, yeah. so I, 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 he just appears to be an angry person. So maybe um, he'll hear this show and fly us out there where he is and contract us to just sit sit around with him and just be real with him and say, dude, get it together. Yeah, let's <laughs> hang out with Mr. Gibson. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Gibson, send for us so that we can help you out. What's that number? Six four six six five two. Yes, indeed. We yes, would indeed. we would welcome a call from Mel right now, wouldn't we, Sherelle? Absolutely. No, but I, you know, go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I, you know, it's it's interesting to me, I guess, because you 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 see people that say, oh, I love this actor or I love this actress or whatever, based on the characters they play in a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think about Mel, and, you know, certainly he's had some really great roles. I mean, and, and it is an absolutely fabulous actor. But, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite characters in a movie was the father that he played in that movie, Fine. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to me because, you know, I think people have a tendency to, to believe that who these people are portraying in movies is, mm-hmm. is sort of indicative of who they are as people, and that is, you know, so here we see that's not exactly the case, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. I think it's fascinating to me how much attention famous people like that get, actors and actresses, who really, I mean, bottom line, what do they contribute to society, really? That's meaningful, Absolutely. you know. And yet we have a tendency to plaster them all over the covers of magazines. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like hero worship. And why are, we, why are we doing that with these folks? I mean, really, what have they done to earn that kind of, attention you know mm-hmm. most of the time not a whole lot of good stuff in fact most of the time what they do you know with in their free time and you know when they're not working is is not all that great like Lindsay Lohan and all these actresses mm-hmm. who you know who really sort of abuse their fame or abuse themselves when they become famous and just do horrible stuff and they're horrible role models for kids mm-hmm. so you know the you know, these, update with her right um, no, you know, ma'am. She, um, she has a choice to either uh, go to prison or uh, go into rehab. Wow. Can't say that would be a tough choice. Mm-hmm. And she went to court, and she had on her fingernails, fuck you, bitch, on her, on her fingernails. So, like, when she would cry and do something with her hands and her face, you know, of course, the media was right there on it. And it was directed to the to the judge. I said, "Wow, interesting! Holy cow! <laughs> Would you say bulls, big kahunas? Can we say big kahunas? 
You say not thinking clearly and rationally about Ooh, the situation. Not thinking clearly. <laughs> but I guess yeah. if she were a rational human being, she wouldn't be sitting there with, you know, words like that written on her fingernails in a courtroom. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't be absolutely. there to begin with. You know, yeah, well, sometimes yeah. money gets us confused, you know, it makes us think we can do that. We can do some supernatural things. But um, we're going to take a break here, Carrie. And uh, when we get back, we're going to have more with Carrie and Sherelle with Psych broadcast by Zeus Radio for Here Women Talk. Uh, that was the F-bomb you dropped there, Sherelle. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, it's what I, I was being real. What is our motto? <laughs> hit it, Carrie, because you can hit That's it real it. good. To what? <laughs> to what, what Carrie? To be real. It's got That's to be real. <laughs> I only said what I saw. I hear you. We're just, hey, you know what? You're telling it like it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Telling it like Absolutely. it is. Keep, yeah, keeping it well, right. Well, as we are winding down on our show, I've been, yeah, this question has been running through my, my head. It's like, what is happiness? And what when I mean? really sit back and th think about what is happiness to me, and happiness to me is feeling secure, but it has something to do with that financial piece to it. Oh, and absolutely. I can, yeah, yeah. I can remember attending a conference, and that was one of the main things that the lady said to us. Uh, Tell me what happiness is to you and remove the financial piece. And I was just totally lost, like, duh, without the financial piece, you know. But yeah, but, I mean, if you think about where we are in our economy and how a lot of people are losing their jobs, don't have jobs, looking for jobs, working two and three jobs, um, yeah. it really makes sense because you yeah. can come to a place in life where you have no finances. So does that mean that I have to be unhappy every day? Well, for me, probably, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, but, that's know, I really something to think about. Well, and I've been in situations over the course of my lifetime where I haven't had two nickels to rub together and have been happy despite that situation. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's possible. Um, because I think, I think what's really important and what really, I guess one of our tasks in life is to learn how to just accept things as they are, which is not to say try to work to improve them, but to, to just you have to sort of live life Accepting things as they are and real and sort of having faith that, you know, that everything that's going on in your life is meant is what's meant to go on in your life and that and what can you learn from this situation that you can mm -hmm. then grow from and take with you. Um, but yes, I've lived, you know, on a couple of different, you know, a couple of different times in my life having, you know, very little financial stability. Um, and was still very happy, and I think that's, and it's really, I think it boils down to how you as an individual really define your own happiness, and mine has never really been through money or material things now, you know, when your own stability is compromised, it's keeping roof over your head and food on the table, I mean, it becomes quite a challenge, certainly, but I really look to my friendships and my relationships to be the primary focus, you know, where my happiness comes from, so, because mm -hmm. those are things that, 
that you know that you generally can't be taken away from you unless of course you do something really stupid and screw up but I mean as long as you are respectful and kind and, and loving and compassionate and, and you know just a good person and good in how you conduct yourself with your relationships they're not going anywhere and those really as I've gotten older I've really discovered that that's that's really what you know what life is all about is just the people that you have in your life and the people that love you and those that you love and I mean really what else is there I mean all the rest of it is just sort of you know filler <laughs> really mm-hmm. you know so I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense but it, it makes a lot of sense because you know happiness uh, for everyone is different but I think what I came up with this week um, with taking the financial part out of it is just the things that I'm grateful for, such as mm-hmm. I'm happy that I do have a roof over my head. I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to walk. I can see. I can talk. I can, you know, yeah. all of those small things that I think that we take for granted. Um, because there are a lot of people out there that have home health ner- nurses that they're sitting there waiting on that's probably running late to get to work and they're sitting there needing to go to the bathroom. I could just get up and go whenever I, I need to. But, Absolutely. you know, there's some people out there that just don't have that. So and don't I, you I'm, always, I mean, don't you always, it seems to me like when, you know, whenever anything's going on in my life, I always know in the back of my mind that, you know, as bad as I think things may be in my own life right now, whatever point that is, it could always be worse. Yes, yes. <laughs> It could always be worse. (laughs) It can always be worse. You have a point there, Carrie. So I I, I encourage our listeners to to think about that this week and and what is your happiness. Uh, But the book that I'm reading is called And Then I'll Be Happy. It says stop sabotaging your happiness and put your own life first. And um, there was one one little snipping in there, and I just want to read this to you, Carrie. It says, happiness isn't hoping someone else will make you happy. Depending on another to provide you with happiness makes it a sure bet that you won't be happy. You are the only one who can provide happiness for yourself through your talents, lifestyles, and attitude. And I I, I run into a lot of my, my, my people that I deal with that, are counting on other things and other people to create happiness for them. Right, and, uh, yeah. So the, I, that's just my thought for this week. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, don't you think to a certain degree that happiness is a decision, Sherelle? It is a decision. I mean, it is a decision. a decision. And it affects, you know, if you choose to look at things in a positive way and you choose to find whatever is good in your life, you know, and focus on that, um, you know, you, you just behave differently. You put, a, you, you, you carry a different energy, and you're going to attract more people and more good things in your life, whereas people who look at even the little things in their lives, and I have friends that do this, and I'm sure I've had a tendency to do this before in the past from time to time, but, you know, one, two bad things or less than good things happen in their lives, and they're like, oh, why me, and why is this so, you know, why, oh, my life is horrible and all this, but I mean, and I, you know, I can look at some of those situations and go, come on, really? <laughs> is it really that bad? 
But, you know, when you have a tendency to always find what's negative and point that out and focus on that, then you're, I mean, you're going to find it. If you're looking for it, I guarantee you it's going to be there, right? Yes, ma'am. If you, if you, if you focus on what's good and like you said, your talents and okay, you know, what have I got that's good in my life and what can I be thankful for? I remember seeing this show. It was on 2020. It was several years ago and they did it. It was just on happiness. And they mm. talked about, you know, mind, you know, people who practice what they call sort of mindfulness of gratefulness, which is sort of taking 10 minutes every day and just sort of meditating on even like you were talking about, just the little things that you have to be happy about. Like, I'm happy I've got, you know, clean drawers on. I'm glad that I'm, you know, got a roof over my head. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that I have toothpaste to brush my teeth with. I'm blessed that I live in a, you know, a safe part of the world. I mean, focusing on, on the things that you do have that are good in your life and to be grateful for for just 10 minutes a day made a huge difference mm-hmm. in people's moods. So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's some good stuff, Carrie. Well, listen, yeah. don't mean to uh, move on from the happiness. We, we hope that all of our callers find something to be happy about this week. But we have uh, a caller. Scott, welcome. Welcome to well, the site. Well, thank you. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Sherelle. Um, I called. I called you guys last week, and I didn't get to listen to your whole show this week. But um, I was just listening to this part about the happiness, and um, one of you—I can't remember which one—said, "You know, don't you think happiness is is a choice?" And you know, for me, I was in some coaching classes in the last few years, and we kind of changed things around in there from the ordinary. Um, what they call uh, do, have, be, where you are doing certain things. You you decide you want to be happy. So you're doing certain things, and then you have these certain things, and then you will become happy. And they pointed out the the near futility of that arrangement and reversed it so that the first thing you do is, is decide in a really strong way, I am a happy person. For me, it was I am a peaceful person and right. really commit to that being choice. And then the things I do after that <clears throat> are consistent with what a peaceful person does because I'm already feeling peaceful. I've already declared that for myself. And I think doing that with happiness you know, you, you can experience that that same, you know, gentle but decisive shift when you just yeah. declare it and really believe it, then you live into it. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, yes, I think very much it's a choice. There's a, I got sort of a collection of magnets on my refrigerator and their quotes that really mean a lot to me. And one of them that really means the most to me is that life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And I think that we all have a choice as to who we want to be. And once we make that decision, then, yes, our behavior is going to fall in line with that decision. But absolutely, I think you need to decide, you know, what kind of mark you want to leave on this world, what kind of, you know, what kind of impression you want to make on people. You know, how do you, what do you want this time to be about? Because this is not a, a you know, an unlimited offer here. This is a, you know, this is a very finite period of time that you have to, to exist on Hello? the planet so you need to make it make it as good as you can make it and it starts with a decision how do i you know who do i want to be um how do i want to feel how do i want to impact people um and then once you make that decision it's going to change everything it's going to change your behavior it's going to change how you you know the energy that you manifest and put out there and uh 
you know, people who are very positive have a tendency to draw very good things to them, you know. So, and I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, that's a great thought, Carrie. You wouldn't think that we would be finding wisdom in a refrigerator magnet, but those words are so perfect. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Life is a choice. I mean, life is about deciding who you want to be and then, uh, you know, sort of, like you said, moving forward from there. And there is a shift once you've made that decision. Um, and I don't think a lot of people think about that, though. I don't think people really step back and think about 90 seconds. who do I want to be. So thank well, you so much for your call, Scott. It's great to hear back from you. Okay. That was a, a great uh, uh, interaction there. Um, Scott is gone because we are now at the end of our show. Um, and okay. there's one quote that I want to leave with you guys as uh, – you guys was just talking, and uh, the quote comes from Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige says, Woo! "Love me some Don't Mary talk J. about now. it." Mary J. says, "Don't talk about it. Be about it." So, guys, go out there and enjoy your weekend. Make yourself happy, not only yourself but other people around you. So, yeah, this has been Sight with Sherelle and Carrie produced. And broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Here Women Talk.